Do you know how much I love hellos and goodbyes? That is totally influenced by my family's adjacent military service, but they're good for the ordinary moments too. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. So hellos and goodbyes are sacred practices to me, and it's really easy to get them wrong (laughs) because we live in this digital world where people are always turning to their phone to go do the next thing that we don't always honor the hellos and goodbyes in our days. In fact, I think there are six moments during our day that if we could just embrace them over and over and over again in the daily ordinary ways our family connection could be so much more. The first moment is the morning when you get to say hello to your kids. If you have the privilege of being there when they wake up, then this is your first hello for the day. Let your eyes light up into light that you are so excited to see them. Maybe you give them an encouraging word. Maybe you sing them a song or just give them a pat on the back or a ruffle of their hair, whatever it is for them, a hug and a cuddle. If they're little, we used to just cuddle and read picture books while I drink coffee. Just that first morning hello is so important. But I also start it with saying hello to myself. So when I wake up in the morning, I've gotten into the habit of saying hello to myself in the mirror and just saying, I love you. And today's a good day to have a good enough day. So I start with me and then I say hellos to all the people that I see. The next time of day that I think is overlooked is anytime you're sitting in the couch in proximity to each other. Um, I know early on, I already mentioned cuddles for the little kids, but you can have cuddles with bigger kids too. It's just going to look different. So if you have cuddle time on the couch where you're all watching TV together or snuggling and everyone's reading their own books, put your phone down, put your book down and offer to give your kids a hand or foot massage or a head massage. Lean into physical touch when you're in close proximity to each other. That's opportunity anchor number two. Morning hellos and then cuddle time when you can. Another cuddle time activity that I love to do is lumpy couch, where if my kids are on the couch, I pretend that I don't notice them and try to sit on them. This is slash roughhousing, but it totally works as cuddle connection time. The third time that I think we need to really embrace each other is when we are driving in the car. So, of course, you shouldn't be texting and driving and probably not even supposed to be talking unless you're doing it hands-free, right? So, embrace the time in the car together. The time in the car is a good time to ask your kids something funny that happened that day, talk to them about a news story that might be scary to talk about if you had to look 
in their eyes as you are doing it. Maybe it's just a time to listen to your, if you have multiple kids in the car, listen to them connect and bond and figure out what's going on. You'll learn so much just by being silent around them. Or you could share something from your past that's important. So I've been sharing music that I loved when I was a teenager or songs that I remember my parents listening to. So just use the drive time to connect of what's most important, which is your people. And you can also model how to respond to frustrating people. And my kids will tell you that I have to always talk myself down from honking at people. I am a honker. The next moment, so that was one, two, three. The next moment is mealtime. So I love to do rose, bud, thorn at dinner. Some people like to do the best thing and the worst thing and talk about that at dinner. Some people really like to talk about current events and to help their kids debate and take sides and practice critical thinking. We have some word-a-day calendars that we go through or dad jokes a day. But one of the best things I think we can do is a rose, bud, and thorn. So the best thing that has happened, a thorn is like a challenge that you had for the day that was uncomfortable. And then the bud, something you're looking forward to. So practicing that radical optimism that more good is on the way. But it I like to make sure that we participate in this. And if we don't get to do it at dinner because of our mealtime, the meal that we have together, whatever meal that is, if we don't get to do rosebud and thorn at mealtime, then I move it to um, the next anchor, the last anchor time of the day, which would be bedtime. So after mealtime, if you have little kids, The quality time is bath time, right? Because you can't let a toddler take a bath by himself. But you can talk about things you're curious with while your kids are in the bath. You can point out character traits. You can ask them about what they're playing. You can talk about silly things. Just being present with your kids during bath time is important. But um, I don't have bath time with my kids anymore. That would be slightly inappropriate given the fact they're 17, 15, and 10. So what I do instead is that I use that bath time. It's actually just our family contribution time. So we do chores together around each other at the same time. I'm practicing asking for help more and making it clear that moms can't do everything on their own and giving them opportunities to practice life skills that I know they're going to need. But that also gives us some time to talk about each other and what we value and notice and thank each other for things that we're doing. So it's not bath time anymore that leads to those conversations for me. It's our cleanup chore after dinner contribution time. And the last anchor is bedtime. So before we get to bedtime, let's refresh. We've got morning time. We've got cuddle time. We've got drive time. We've got meal time, bath time, slash cleanup time, and now bedtime. And bedtime is a steady anchor 
for everyone's lives. Now, sometimes you might have a kid who once they get old enough and independent enough, they just tuck themselves into bed. And I've ran into that challenge before and I have to be super intentional about getting ready for bed first so that I don't resent bedtime. And then second, I like to um, seek out that child intentionally. And because I know they're going to put themselves to bed, I like to make sure I initiate a bedtime moment and to tell them I'm so thankful for them. And I love being their mom and ask how I can support them if they need any help. And so I let them go do their own thing now, but it was a work in progress and it still is a work in progress because, um, I, I will always enjoy that bedtime cuddle with my kids. It's been something that I've had a lot of patience for for a long time, and I enjoy it. So after seeking out the kid that is independent, then I have one-on-one time with the other two kids, and I just focus and listen to whatever they want to tell me about their day that suddenly pops up. Because as you'll learn in next week's podcast with the Strong Family Project, that there's this thing called the doorknob moment in therapy, where just before someone leaves the therapist's office, they tell you the hard thing of the day. And I think just before I tuck my kids into bed, that is when they tell me their big thing of the day. So I build in that time um, to make sure we have that anchor of bedtime. So remember... I have always thought you are exactly the right mom for your kids. If you're a dad, you've always been exactly the right dad for your kids. And you're a great dad, a good enough dad, a good enough mom, a great mom. If you're here listening to a podcast wondering how you can be a more present parent. So I just want to give you that like giant pat on the back and let you know that I see you. And so these anchor times are just times to check in and say, am I giving my kids my full attention here? We know that our days are pretty full and it's really easy to go through the motions without mindfulness, without noticing the colors of our kids' eyes, without letting ourselves smile when they enter into the room because our brains are already future casting the next 10 things we need to do. So just pause, take a deep breath, and check in with yourself. And then if you can practice just checking in with yourself in the morning and when you're in the shower and when you're eating and when you're driving and when you go to bed, if you practice checking in with yourself five times a day, then you will naturally start checking in on your kids during those times. But if you need to just start with you, please start with noticing you first. That's important because you've always been important. You have always, always been important. Next, the family fun project right now is that I bought artist trading cards off of Amazon. You could do this with index cards or postcards, but we've been taking time once a week, um, maybe twice a week, depending on how long the project is. I bought a sketchbook of, 
I bought a lesson plan of sketchbook ideas that's meant for art teachers. And I've been using those prompts to spread out over dinner because everyone's dinners have been kind of scattered with different practices. So I want to have a sketchbook activity that we use together. And I've been using these prompts. So the first one is like draw a pencil and just practice sketching on a pencil. And the second one has been to draw spirals and to add details to the spiral. So simple ideas, but taking time to do art together after dinner is done, but before the cleanup time feels like intentional connection and family fun to me. And it's always about the process and not the finished product. So I take that pressure off my kids. I always try to make a mistake in my art in front of them. For the self-care prompt, I want to tell you what my daily challenge is going to be for the month of October. My daily challenge for the month of October is to read a poem every day. And it's something I've done before, but I really just want to take time to read beautiful words. And so I'm going to check out an anthology book. I'm going to get some books by different poets that I like and stack them in a corner by the living room where I drink my coffee. And I'm going to take the time to read a poem every day. And if you follow me on social media, I will probably share that in like my Instagram stories for the day. So you can see the words that I'm reading and to take time just to savor the amazing life we already have, to linger with other people's artwork and to be amazed at creation together. While I am so glad you are here on earth, I would love to invite you to take a deep breath with me before we go. Ready? Let's inhale. Hold. Exhale. Let's do it one more time. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a good enough day and use your anchors to stay connected to each other. 